Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is Lydia Reports on 77 WABC. Here's Lydia Serrani. Well, Democrat State Senator, uh, Rhode Island State Senator, Tierra Mack. Have you seen this video? Uh, I'm sure, Bernie, you've seen this yeah, video. Yes, I have. I've seen the uh, Tierra Mack, Rhode Island. She uh, She's twerking upside down in, in a thong, by the way. Right. For people that don't know what twerking means, it means when you gyrate your backside like like a stripper or something. I don't know. And she's uh, she's a full-figured gal. She's upside she's down. Got a, she's got she, a big hiney. She's it's it's a giant hiney and she's doing this on the beach and she's twerking for your vote. Uh, She so, you know, people are coming at her because she's already a state senator. I mean, she's a Democrat, of course. And and so people are criticizing her like this is disgusting. What are you doing? This and that. And it's emblematic of what's wrong with the Democratic Party. So take a listen to hear what she says, why she feels like people are coming at her and criticizing her. Did I know that the internet was going to respond this way? It is 2022 and I'm a black woman. Of course, deep down, not even that deep, I knew that y'all would act this way towards a black queer woman. Y'all are consistent. But sadly, I've been called worse things on the internet than like me upside down twerking. So because you're criticizing um, so, her because she's right, because you're racist. That's why it has nothing to do with the fact that she looks almighty. like a fool. She looks like an idiot. She's upside down twerking, gyrating sexually for, for votes, making fun of basically the, the, the whole election process. It's because you're racist and because she's queer. So that's also why, you know, she went to Brown University. She's an Ivy League educated person. Yeah. She's very articulate. Well, what does that tell you? What does that tell you about the standards exactly. of this uh, quote-unquote Ivy League school? Uh, they dumb down the standards so people like her can uh, graduate, believe it or not. Uh, listen, if uh, Elise Stefanik, uh, Congresswoman Elise Stefanik from New York, or Marjorie Taylor Greene twerked like that in a thong on the beach, you don't think they would get mean tweets? I mean, give me a break. Everybody gets mean tweets. That's, that's the nature of Twitter. It's mean tweets. I, I, I it agree. has nothing to do with race. Whether you're black, ahead, so whether you're, you're black, white, green, purple, red, then, you know, people try to be mean. It's like what me and Bernie talked about the other day, the bully in the schoolyard. Well, it, it, we're now in the 21st century bullies, which the bullies are no longer, I'm going to punch you in the mouth in the schoolyard. The bullies are the ones that, that throw words at you on Twitter. And if you don't have the courage to stand up, guess what? You should give up your Twitter account. Exactly. I, I, I couldn't agree more. And did you see there's a recent article in NBC News? I was surprised this is NBC News, and it was written by two Columbia University sociology professors, and it was about Clarence Thomas. And it's a couple of days old, but I just got around to it. So. You saw what happened to Clarence Thomas after he voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. They were calling him that, the most that is racist. Straight up, that is straight up racism right there. What, what, what he had to endure 
since Roe versus Wade was overturned. You're right, uh, Lydia. Absolutely Ro- right. It was so racist, and the 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 vitriol was being spewed by white liberals, and they felt like they were justified just because Clarence Thomas didn't align with their political views. They felt like they had the the right to call him an Uncle Clarence and Uncle Tom and all these other racist terms so there's this great nbc article by these two sociology professors and it talks about how clarence thomas is not a he didn't he's never had a problem with his own people with the people of color with the black community he actually admired malcolm x and he quotes and he talks about malcolm x and listen to what malcolm x said here this is part of that nbc news article so malcolm x argued that white liberals and white conservatives differ only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful than the conservative. The liberal is more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. By winning the friendship, allegiance, and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a tool. And then um, Thomas noted in a recent interview, he says... You know, people think I have problems with black people. He said it's just the opposite. The only people with whom I've had difficulties with are white liberal elites who consider themselves the anointed and us the benighted. I have never had issues with members of my race. So and and, and then he says that, you know what, for Thomas, he also believes that the work of black economist Thomas Sowell He believes that he ultimately helped him channel his misgivings towards white saviors because he feels like if anybody is racist, it's these ultra white liberals that they feel like, oh, I'm here to save you. I'm here to save you. So that's why he's according to Clarence Thomas in this article. The reason he actually became a conservative is because of white liberals, because he's so sick and tired of how hypocritical and fake they are and that all they're doing Instead of being progressive and helping the black and brown communities, they're actually hurting them. So I was like, right. wow, this is an eye-opening article because we're still seeing it today. Well, we're seeing that. all their regressive policies hurting black and brown kids. Lydia, We saw them in Philadelphia. They're dying in New York City and all over the country. Lydia, I said that yesterday where I, I said this uh, uh, mayor of Chicago, there's, there's, there's tons, 20, 30, 40 Kids a month, black and brown kids in Chicago dying. And what is her name? Little uh, Lightfoot. Mayor? Beetlejuice. What? Lightfoot. Mayor Light, Lightfoot. Lightfoot? Well, I think yeah. she's lighthead. Because, <laughs> because, because she's doing a lousy job and not allowing the police to do their job. 40 kids, 40, 50 kids, brown and black kids are dying every month. And, and 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 they were complaining about that one guy in Minneapolis that that died. And that was tragic and it was wrong. But forty or fifty black and brown kids are dying every month in Chicago. Maybe she should be brought up on murder charges for not allowing uh, not allowing uh, the police to do their job. And that's the way mm-hmm. I feel about it. And if they don't like it, tough. Yep, she's complicit, no doubt. Uh, absolutely right. Telling the truth. Straightforward, John Katzmatidis. You're absolutely her and a, a lot of these Democrat politicians who allow these policies. Uh, you can ma- make that case uh, in a- any major city, really. But Chicago is the m- more egregious. I mean, it's it's really out of control there, and she she's in denial on this bail law. 
and uh, the two heads of the state assembly in New York and the state senate, and if they're blocking the police from doing their jobs, and you have black and brown kids, kids that I represent in the police athletic league, are dying, are dying, then they should be brought up on charges. They should resign. Absolutely. You're talking about, uh, uh, talking about uh, Carl Heasty and Andrea Stewart-Cousins. They have blood on their hands. They really do. They're protecting that uh, no-cash bail law. They won't allow it to come up for a vo- vote because it would be reformed. All these dem- Democrats are going to lose their seats. A lot of them are going to lose their seats because of this uh, law, just like Todd Kaminsky's losing lo- lost his seat because of the law. Well, he didn't lose his seat yet. He's not running again. But he did lose the race out there in Nassau County for DA to Ann Donnelly because he wrote the no-cash bail law. So these people are protecting it uh, despite the will of the people. The people don't like this law, and they're actually usurping democracy as well as being murderers. I supported Todd Kaminsky when he originally ran because he was a U.S. attorney. And when he was a U.S. attorney, he he obeyed the law and he he did the right job. What happened? He went to Albany and got uh, got uh, changed, got uh, got transformed. I mean, I, I didn't understand. I told that to Todd. You know, he he was a yeah. a, a great U.S. attorney. He put away those three uh, state senators. Uh, what were their names? Remember the gang of three? He he put them away. Uh, yeah, and, and and he did a good job. And that's why I supported him. Originally. And the con- he put away the congressman Michael Grimm as well. Uh, but yes, uh, uh, but, but it makes it what he did more uh, sinister because he knew better. He was a smart guy. When he wrote this no-cash bail law, not giving judges discretion, he knew exactly what, what would happen. That's what makes him so uh, uh, such a bad guy because he knew knew better. And he wrote it anyway because he, he made a deal with the devil up in Albany with Stuart Cousins and Heastie. He got some uh, concessions from them in, in exchange for writing this law and supporting it. And it went through, of course, and now it is the law. They won't let it come up for a vote, and he paid the price. He's not going to have his seat after uh, after January 1st, and he lost that race uh, to, to Ann Donnelly out in Nassau County for the DA, as he should. And As a matter of fact, he should be brought up on charges because he is complicit, in, just like Stuart Cousins and Heastie, you know, a lot of these deaths and injuries that, that are going on out there because violent felons are let out repeatedly. It's disgusting. If people think that the crime is only going to get better, it's only going to get worse, especially over the summer, we're going to see record number of shootings. And the reason we're not seeing so many murders is because I feel like the medical community has advanced so much and the trauma surgeons and all that going on, because I'm sure we would see the the homicide rates skyrocket like we but saw in, in the 70s. Lydia, let's hold some people accountable. Right. The, the, these young kids that are dying. They're dying in the streets of New York because they're not a, the police officers are not allowed to do their job and, and, and take the violent criminals away.
That I, I couldn't agree more. I and that's we saw under Mayor Giuliani. I Tony Carbonetti, who was his chief of staff, was in studio with us yesterday. He said at one point we had what, what did he say, John? Twenty three hundred homicides, and they brought it down to six hundred. And all they did was they allowed the cops to do their jobs, to do some proactive policing. We also had DA Gonzalez in studio with us, and he said that the teenagers that are getting caught with uh, legal weapons, the gang members call them pocketbooks. They're purposely using these kids as gun mules to carry the guns because that's their way to circumvent the new bail reform law that is now treating kids that are under the age of 18. They're automatically putting them to family court. They're being exploited. Lydia, Bernie, you know what it comes down to? For whom do the bells toll? Does the state Senate and the state assembly want to keep... 8,500,000 8,500,000 New Yorkers happy and, and, and safe or they're, they're supporting 3,000 criminals. If they're supporting the 3,000 criminals, resign. Leave. Yes. Yeah, get out. Please. We should throw them out. But, but by the way, Lou, do you have that uh, Malcolm X clip? Lou Rafino. And it's, it's Thomas Sowell, not Sowell, sorry. The black economist that uh, you don't have it, okay? Uh, yeah, Mal- we had a Malcolm X clip during which he excoriated Democrat politicians. Uh, we played it a couple of months ago. We don't have it now, but but uh, they're going after Clarence Thomas in a big way. Remember uh, Star Trek George Takai, uh, George yep. Takai, uh, the, the 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 Japanese actor, Japanese American. This is what he said about Clarence Thomas. Listen to this. He is a clown in blackface sitting on the Supreme Court. He gets me that angry. Sure. He doesn't belong there. Well, George Takai is getting me angry. Who the hell is he yes. to say that he doesn't belong there? Who the hell is he? He just has a bigger mouth, and, and he's the bully on Twitter. And, and, and Justice Thomas cannot respond because of the fact that he is a, a justice of the Supreme Court. And, and you got to be more civilized versus Claire- more dignified than more dignified. And in this uh, and he is the clown because he hasn't done crap since Star Trek. And Clarence Thomas, right. no, he said the a, reason why he's against abortion is because of who the founder of Planned Parenthood is. She founded Planned Parenthood as a eugenics project. And we know who the majority of the kids that are being killed, they're black and brown babies. So he said that's why he is fundamentally, this is Clarence Thomas, the justice, why he's fundamentally against abortion. Because he knows why it was instituted in the first place and who gets killed uh, among all those babies. It's black and brown babies. And... They, and he, that's why he's so against it. He's like, that's why he, he's astounded Margaret, by the Mar- fact that you have so many black and brown people, Democrats and people of color that are pro-abortion. He's like, don't you see what they're doing? They're killing our, our very own people. Margaret Sanger, uh, she was a racist. She, she was the founder of Planned Parenthood. Here's Mal- Malcolm X. This is what Malcolm X said days before he was assassinated about Democrat politicians. Please play it, Lil. The white liberal differs from the white conservative only in one way. The liberal is more deceitful, more hypocritical than the conservative. Both want power, but the white liberal is the one who has perfected the art of posing as the Negro's friend and benefactor. And by winning the friendship and support of the Negro, the white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals 
and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football, and the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism, false promises of integration and civil rights. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.